Hello, welcome to what I'm looking at, the podcast about what I'm looking at. I'm just, to be honest, I'm laying down right now, I'm laying back, relaxing. I have this annoying uh, craving for sugar. Maybe you can relate. It's not that often that I crave sugar. Um, When I quit drinking, I actually started craving sugar for the first time pretty intensely. I Maybe I've mentioned before, but I went through this period where I just had such a sweet tooth uh, because, of course, my body was used to having all of this alcohol and then it wasn't there anymore. I guess it's a pretty common thing. I've talked to several people that happened to. It doesn't happen that much anymore, but today I just, I'm th- and I don't have really anything sweet in my house. So I was even thinking, well, maybe I should get in the car and go get something from the store. They're really big on biscuits here. The supermarket has just basically a whole aisle of biscuits, and I was thinking I could go just pick some of those up, but of course, these days it's pretty silly to just pop into the store for one thing, so I guess I'll just go without and uh, make make do with having no sugar, which is better anyway. <laughs> uh, why did I start telling you that? No reason, I guess. Uh, I do want to mention something before I tell you what I'm looking at. It's just a little podcast shout-out for my friend Daniel, who is a listener of the podcast, this one, that we're within right now. Daniel actually works for the USPS, the post office, but he has a podcast called the Depression Proof Podcast, and he just started it. And it's one of those podcasts that's just like slices of people's lives and their stories. And I find it really nice and just kind of wholesome. No uh, real, it's just, yeah, like unwinding conversations. And those are the kinds that I, I love. So give it a listen, the Depression Proof Podcast. Let me, he just made a website. It's called thedepressionproofpodcast.com. And there's some photos up there and episodes. So go check that out if you want to listen to a different podcast. Today I am looking at a photograph I found in my photo box. I was looking through my photo box to find a, a specific picture that I took when I was a child of in, inside of a dungeon in a castle. And I did find that one, but I also found this photo that I'm going to look at right now. You're probably thinking, I want to I hear you look at the dungeon one. But I feel like looking at this one, so maybe next time. If you want if you want me to look at that picture, you can just email me and request request it. But this photograph, I saw it 
and immediately it made me feel nostalgic and warm and happy. It's a photograph I took, I don't know when, but I took it a bunch of years ago, I think, probably when I was about mm, in my early teens when I first got my film camera, but I don't know when, maybe 13 or 14, somewhere around there. It's a photograph of a pelican, and what I like about this photograph is thinking about me uh, seeing a pelican and and thinking, I'm going to take a photograph of that pelican. And my favorite part of the photograph is the shadow, which we'll get to. But it's very graphic. The sun was coming in from an angle that made the shadow really stand out. Maybe that's why I took the picture. I don't remember. So this... This is a photograph printed as a uh, 4x6. So it's just a a rectangular photograph I got processed probably at CVS or Walgreens. It's a color photograph. And just to give you an an outline of uh, background information about this, it was taken in Florida where I grew up and on a beach in a place called Hutchinson Hutchinson Island we used uh, me and my friend used to go there a lot because her grandmother had a condo right on the beach and so i spent a whole lot of time on this particular beach outside of this condo at my friend's grandma's and uh, i have a lot of good memories there i probably got too many sunburns there but that's what you do as an irresponsible teenager you don't think about sunscreen at all especially when everyone in your high school is being pressured to be the tannest person so weird this picture is kind of how do I say, um, lops- not lopsided, but the the horizon is not straight. The pelican is dead center in this photograph, but the sand is going, you know, at a diagonal, and so is the boardwalk and the condo. But I was obviously just focused on the pelican. It is a really warm-looking photograph, color-wise. It's got, you know, brown and yellow tones, red underneath, and it might have had to do with the film it was shot on or the settings in the photo lab. Really not sure, but I do like the way it looks. I'll just start at the top and work our way down. How about that? The top of the photograph, the top, basically the top half, is filled with the condo and a 
it's not a boardwalk, but it's a, uh, it's, I guess it's a boardwalk. It's not coming out over water. It's coming out over the sand. So it's more like a, a deck or something, but it's a wooden decking about probably five feet off of the ground. And there are, uh, there's like a pavilion that I can see in the corner that more pelicans are on top of, but they're out of focus. You can just see their shape. And then there's a palm tree behind the decking that is also really out of uh, focus, but I do see the green top. And there's a person standing on the, the deck looking not facing my direction. It looks like a person who is... I can't tell how old they are. And they're wearing a whole red ensemble. Red pants, red t-shirt. The pants are a little more faded red than the shirt. But they're out of focus as well. It's just the shape of a human. And there's also a light pole or maybe a a telephone pole. I can't tell. And then there's a thick layer of beech bushes. They might be, I don't know what they're called. Uh, They have those broad, circular, circular, waxy leaves. And the condo is behind those. A wall of those. And they're slightly reddish green. They're reddish green and then some shorter green bushes. I'm not sure what they are. Some kind of beach plant, beach bush. The condo is big. It's, let's see how many stories we can count here. How many floors? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So in the photograph, I can count ten floors. Uh, Actually, there's 11 because the bushes are obscuring one floor. But I do remember that it was probably close to, I would say, at least 15 floors up. And her grandma had one that was pretty high up with a balcony that we would go and sleep on at night. The condo is... You know, it's just a common, a plain old condo that's in Florida. I don't, I don't really know how else to say it. It looks like any other condo in Florida. The color of it is a sandy, whitish color, creamy white color. And the balcony metal of the, what is it called, a not a banister, but a, a, uh, you know, the railing so that you don't fall over to the ground is in black. So the primary colors of this condo are just black and white, essentially. There's a lot of different windows and rooms that I can see. There were a ton of different condo apartments in this, in this, uh, condo building, I know 
that they're pretty small inside because, of course, I went inside. Not tiny, but, you know, just two small bedroom, kitchen, very small living area. And it's looked, it looks pretty outdated. It doesn't, definitely is not a new condo. It's pretty 80s look. I mean, that's pretty new, but it's pretty 80s or 70s looking. And I don't see any people on the balconies or doors open or anything exciting like that. In the hot Florida sun, and there's a seagull flying in frame in the lower left-hand side of the condo just before it goes behind a bush. And over there, now we're onto the sand, which is about the lower, the second half of the photograph. There is a person in a beach chair, but again, I can't see anything about that person. The beach chair looks just like a stripy beach chair, a foldy one. I suppose they might all be foldy. And I do see some towels on the sand. One of them looks white, one of them looks black. Uh, There's nothing else on the beach that I can see, just the person in the chair, three towel, two towels, some seaweed, some of that uh, brownish red seaweed strewn about, out of focus, the boardwalk area with the person standing, telephone pole, palm tree, three pelicans sitting atop the pavilion, and the boardwalk looks like it has about seven steps going down to the sand. Normally, oh, I know where, what that is. That's not a telephone pole. That's, um, I was just, just reminded me. Normally they have an area where you spray off your, the sand on the decking so that you don't have to track sand all over the place. And I think what I thought was the telephone pole is actually the little shower that is attached to the decking. And I also now notice a green type hose type thing hanging uh, on the inside of the decking as well. So now all we have is the sand and the pelican. The pelican is in a stance that is either it just landed on the ground or it's just about to fly back into the air wings outstretched, feet in action position, and it's looking right at the camera, looking right at me from the side. It's a profile view. Its head isn't facing me, but I see its eye. Its eye is just a circle of white with a dot in the middle black. Its beak is primarily black, but it's got on the upper and lower a a white streak. And right at the tip of the beak is slightly orange. Surrounding the eye 
is also orange. And then the top of its head is a yellow color. And then it turns into white around the neck. And then the same yellow on the breast. And then it transitions into a gray, grayish variation feathers on the body. And the feet look black. Actually, the legs look a little bit orange into black. It's a really beautiful, it's a really beautiful pelican. Have you ever taken a second to look at a pelican and notice how beautiful it is? I'm lucky enough that I've seen many, many, many pelicans in my day. I just remembered this, I just remembered something. My friend and I, who would hang out at this beach, were looking at pelicans one day, and an old man walked by, and he said, I'm not going to remember it correctly, but I just remember the rhyme. He said, he was, he was singing, pelican, pelican, how, I don't know how the hell it can, and then something else, but I don't remember what. It was some kind of jo- uh, jokey rhyme that that uh, we just laughed and laughed at. We thought it was weird that he was singing that to us. But now I wish I could remember the the joke or the rhyme or the song. The shadow of the bird is a nice color. It's, of course, not, you know, solid black or something. It's purpley blue. It'd be neat if if shadows were just pure blackness. Would it? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's how you know if something sinister is going on. If a person just has an an opaque black shadow. Scary. Nothing sinister going on with this pelican. The shadow is is a uh, transparent looking and yeah purpley bluish against the sand the sand almost looks like it's glowing it's just shining in the sunlight and it's a nice golden brown color i don't know how long pelicans live but it's this particular pelican is probably dead by now I wish that I could have known it better, but I'm happy that I have this record of its life and uh, and how beautiful it was. And I keep I I, I pulled this photograph out of the box and I put it against my wall. Just it's just leaning against my wall at the moment by my mirror. It just makes me feel. It's so Floridian. It's so timelessly Florida to me. And I am I am a Florida girl even though it doesn't maybe it does make sense. I don't know, you tell me. All right, everybody. I have a work call coming up, so I'm going to bid you adieu. But thank you so much for listening, and uh, 
I hope that you keep listening. If you want to email me, you can do so at what I'm looking at podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can rate this podcast if you would like. Give it some stars, give it a comment. I read them all and I love them all. And I just really hope that you're doing well. Please take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time.